Hello, my fellow listeners. In today's podcast, this is my first time starting a podcast with your host, Key Debbie. Yeah, I'm the one that's just talking right now. I mean, I'm just trying something a little bit different instead of just posting the video and just trying out, you know, for listening. So I'm just going to be talking about mostly Minecraft news and what are my takes on things. So far, I'm only sticking around what's in February since... I just know that we're not too far from March. We're just like a day away from March anyways. And I just know that's going to be like a whole different week of content or topics I may have to think of. And I'm not sure if I'm going to do weekly or monthly podcasts because I just don't know if anything is going to change. Since I'm just going to be looking through their um, YouTube channel, looking through their Instagram and a little bit through Twitter. But I'm going to look more towards Instagram and YouTube since I don't really like Twitter because of how bad it is and how people just kind of just force their opinions on people. I mean, I just don't like it. But so far, I have written on this paper because I have been doing some research way before all of this. And I know Minecraft is still adding more change logs. And luckily, I have Discord open just in case I just want to take a quick read. So I just I just know that there's a lot of bedrock change logs. I mean, I didn't say that right. Bedrock change logs. There's so many of them. Like, it's just crazy that Bedrock has a lot of change logs. Like, way more change logs than Java Edition. I'm not sure it's because um, Bedrock Edition has a whole different coding process, but it seems like they invest a lot of marbles for Bedrock Edition than Java. For Java, they just slap one thing, while Bedrock, they get like four, five, six, seven updates in one day. I'm like, jeesh, that's crazy. How can you just get all those updates in one day? I mean, that's a lot of stress for me. That's like me trying to edit a video. And you have like all these scenes and stuff. And you try to put all of them together. And then sometimes you just have more scenes extra. And you still got to work on those. It's kind of like a stressful thing. I mean, I understand just taking your time. But that's just a lot of change logs just for one game. Okay, time for me to change topics here. So I'm looking at Minecraft preview for PS4. Hmm, an evolution of Minecraft Bedrock Edition beta program. I think Bedrock Edition players, Windows players can have access to this. I think they're, they're trying to make this more for console players to get involved. Like if you're a console player that wants to play on like a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, or whatever... You can play against with people or play with people. And I'm thinking they're just coming up with this feature just for players to test out the features if anything goes right and wrong. Because beta meaning they're just still running tests. So it's not like a legitimate release. It's kind of like unofficial unless you apply for the program. And then once the program ends, then they will see what feedback they can get from you guys or whatever. Um, I'm going to include that stuff in the description if you guys are ever interested in joining the beta program. If you're actually a Bedrock player, of course. I mean, I'm a Java player. I don't really follow with this much because I'm not much of a Bedrock player myself. I mostly just do mod showcases and play Java Edition. I mean, Java Edition for the win. Now, we're going to be talking about the insanity of the marketplace. Not... Minecraft Java. That's not what I'm talking about, guys. I'm talking about Bedrock Edition. And I have been looking through some posts on their Instagram and Twitter because I'm definitely trying to avoid Twitter. I check on their Instagram and what I saw was three add-ons. 
three add-ons. One was a mod, one was a resource pack, and one was a shader pack. And they're charging money for them. Even little small cosmetics like little hats and little dance moves just for money. And I'm just like, man, that's just crazy. Like, why would you charge $5 just to get a resource pack? I mean, anyone can make a resource pack and then it's just easily submitted. I mean, this is kind of like a cash cow. Like, Bedrock Edition is majority a cash cow. I mean, I have collaborate with some other people and they show me around what Bedrock Edition has to offer that Java doesn't. Bedrock Edition is impressive with the with some of the features like the animation wise and the add-ons and stuff. I mean, they call mods add-ons in their version, but they just charge a lot of money just for these features. I mean, they could do that in Java Edition, but they probably know that Java players are not going to pay for it because they're going to be like, we just paid $30. So we're not going to spend no microtransaction. I mean, you get that right. We're not spending any more money just for a microtransaction. We'll only donate if we really think this project is worth sharing. Like, you feel me? Like, don't try to slap $5 in my face and be like, download it just to play a resource pack. I mean, I can try to find someone else that can copy the exact same resource pack and just get it for free or just pay a cent or probably a dollar. If I if I'm really if I really want to help them grow a lot more, then I can give them some a few more bucks. I'm just saying you can't just force a price tag on a product because they're just looking at the marketplace and look at all these add-ons, dance moves and all that stuff as profitability. That's what their mind is all wrapped around in. And sometimes I have checked out one of these add-ons and some of their add-ons are completely broken. So why would I want to charge $5 for a broken add-on or a broken animation that doesn't even make any sense? And some of this stuff is just copy and paste from other platforms. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, this is the reason why I'll stay more in Java Edition than go to Bedrock. I just hope they don't really merge them together where they start slapping these add-ons, slapping these add-ons, um prices and all this stuff on java edition because once you do that you'll lose the whole java community for good they will all leave and they will say minecraft just sucks or they just sell themselves out by just putting a lot of content behind a paywall i mean we don't we all don't want that of course i mean some of you guys might say it will help it helps keep minecraft going i understand it's a business practice but you don't want to force that on us if we don't approve it that's what i'm just saying Okay, so let me just go ahead and take myself a break because I am a little bit chatty because this is my first time doing the podcast. So I'm just going to give myself a um, two-minute break, and I'll bring you guys right back.
Okay, guys, welcome back to the podcast with me again, Minecraft News with Key Devi. And for this topic, I'm going to be talking about Minecraft DLC for Minecraft Universal Studios for Bedrock Edition. And when I checked the trailer out, it looks pretty impressive. It resembles Universal Studios because I actually went to Universal Studios. It was pretty nice, but when I went during that time, it was pretty freezing cold. Like, it was cold. Like, everyone was just wearing some light coats while we were just walking around with some very thin sweatpants and whatnot. I mean, we were we had shorts and everything. I just never knew Orlando was going to get that cold. But, I mean, I think for some people that are in Florida, they just like the breeze. And I just said, you know what, we just came from the breeze and we just came right down here for the warmth. And what happened? We just get slapped with that same weather up north. I mean, that's just crazy. But getting back to this DLC, it's pretty impressive how they try to make it look similar to what you think you're going to see in Universal Studios. Universal Studios is a lot more different. I mean, there was just a lot of stuff. I mean, for this DLC, it was just impressive with the animations and such. I mean, I saw... Um, one of my collaborator buddies actually playing this DLC, and he actually enjoyed it. I mean, there were some things that he could do. There was just a lot of activity. Um, but still, everything's just behind a DLC, meaning it's more money. Like, you're paying money for these projects. I mean, I would rather pay for a DLC or something small, like a little bit of a side quest or a little bit of an activity instead of me playing something simple like playing in a single-player world and just just mine trees for days and just cause deforestation. But if you want to get the DLC, then just give it a try and just look at the trailer. It's pretty impressive. It's just, there's just a lot of things behind paywalls when it comes down to Bedrock Edition. And it just feels like this podcast mostly talks about Bedrock Edition. I want to hit more towards Java since Java is where I'm really trying to aim at because I'm a Java player, of course. Okay, so I'm looking at Snapshot 24W09A. And this is the experimental update for 1.20.1. Okay, so the changes are the bogged drops, two mushrooms, either both red and brown. I mean, these are like all a little bit of information here. It has stability changes. The wolf armor will protect the wolf from most damage sources until the armor loses all durability and breaks. The wolf armor shows signs of increased breakage as durability goes down. Hmm, that's like a little bit interesting. So we can actually see the armadillo armor thing on the wolf actually breaking. Interesting. Players can repair the wolf armor with armadillo suits while it's equipped on the wolf. What does this does sound very familiar, doesn't it? Shoots. It sounds like wearing a turtle helmet. I mean, can they make something for turtles where we can wear turtle armor or something where it gives us more protection? I mean, it sounds like you can make that to a mod, but I just know that for Minecraft, they could call that animal abuse. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing for me to go against that. The data pack version is now 3.3. The resource pack version is now 28. Okay, there's more items here. There's more change logs. And if you guys want to go read the change logs here, um, I'm going to include everything in the description below if you guys are interested in reading more of this information. Because I'm just giving the take on things. I just know that they're just putting more updates. 
And I haven't really tried the trial chambers yet. I was thinking about doing a video on that or something where I just go in there for the first time and trying to see if I can try to overcome this challenge and hard difficulty. I just really want to see how these fights are going to go. And I don't know anything about wind charges. I only saw auto crafting and end at the um, trial chambers. That's all I just saw. And the trial chambers to me kind of reminds me of Destiny 2. Not Destiny 2. Destiny 1. If you guys are Destiny 1 Venarians or whatever, you know, that played the game way back in the day. If you know Prison of Elders, um, it's just like that. It's like you go in, you go in and you just loot everything. And you had to fight all these bosses and mobs and stuff. And then at the end, you just get your loot. It kind of just reminds me of that, but in a Minecraft setting. I'm just saying, how long is that going to keep me interested? I mean, will it keep me interested if I added mods in there just to amplify and spice things up? If you play in hardcore, it might be a little bit challenging, but who knows? Because everyone always has totems of undying. Unless they do something with the totem of undying and make it harder to obtain because of how rare it is. Instead of just killing vindicators and all that stuff. Or just whatever it is just to make the game a little more challenging. But it doesn't make it too cheesy. So that's what I'm trying to say because I don't want Minecraft to feel like it's a bland game. This is why I play mods. I think for right now, this is going to probably conclude for this podcast because this is all I got to cover for right now. I mean, this is this is my first time just starting and I just know there's going to be a lot more things to talk about and if I do plan on doing it weekly, that it might not be a lot to explain and a lot to talk about because it's just not enough content just to resurface and give my own input on it. If I wait a whole month, then it's going to be more like we just got to wait until I read everything and see how many changes there are until I actually make a word on it. So I just hope all my listeners are enjoying the listen and whatnot just to, just to hear me out because this is my first time doing it. And you guys can always just leave a like or subscribe to my YouTube channel if you guys want to go on my YouTube channel just to listen to it. Or you can use YouTube music just to listen a little bit of my opinions and such. Until then, I'll see you guys on the next one, and take care.